Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week, we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football, bring all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Eric Ten Hag is announced as the next Manchester United manager as the crisis deepens after losing 3-1 away at Arsenal. Everton drop into the relegation zone after a tense Merseyside derby, while Vidra plays the role of hero with a crucial win over Wolves. And Gabriel Jesus scores four times as Manchester City roll on with a 5-1 win over Watford. Well, we've plenty to get through. Uh, let's talk football. Welcome, 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 everybody. Hi, everyone. Yeah, you'll notice the missing word Burnley in that intro. That was my fault. Sorry, everyone. Yes. Vidra of Burnley. Vidra of the Burnley. And before we get into stuff this week, I was looking at something on Twitter earlier. I found it. And I've noticed something about Twitter, other than the fact that Elon Musk now owns it or will own it. <laughs> um, I, I saw a sort of thing, ESPN football or FC or whatever they call themselves put a tweet out asking uh, who would you prefer who would you want to take a free kick in the 90th minute uh, from 30 yards out and it gave you three options yep gave you Ronaldo it gave you uh, David Beckham and it gave you James Ward-Price so I had well this isn't the point we can debate that maybe a different time yeah but I was looking down the list and the only thing when I was looking at the comments was I then understood while teachers always told students or always tell students to read the exam question. <laughs> they were given a very distinct option between Beckham, Ronaldo and Ward-Prowse. Yeah. But more of the answers was everyone who they thought it should be on that question instead Right. They weren't answering the exam question. They were. They were giving their own opinion. Yeah. They, well, they, no. They've been asked an opinion. Yes. Which one of these three would you prefer? Not. And they were. Who else selecting... do you want to? Who else do you want to put on the list? That wasn't the question. It's not up for debate. No. These are the three <laughs> options. We want to know. At these three, would you? Who you'd prefer? And you know, personally. I mean, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place here. I'd st- I'll back my boy Bex. Ronaldo's. Conversion, free kick conversion record ain't great. I mean, he scores some spectacular free kicks. Yeah. But if you need one in the top corner, and they're not, I mean, literally, that's what Beckham's done it. He has done it. You yeah. need a crucial free kick at a crucial moment. I'm giving it to Bex. I mean, Ward Price's conversion is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. He's brilliant. I've seen all sorts of names that wasn't those three on that tweet. <laughs> what was the most that? obscure one? Um, Z- Zico was on the list. Oh, um, most most people were t- using the image like Janino and, and yeah. Nakamura from uh, is it Nakamura from Celtic? From Celtic, yeah. Yeah, it, to be fair, you know, good free kick takers. Yeah, but it was just like, well, that wasn't the question, <laughs> wasn't the question. You were given three options, and I totally understand now why teachers tell their students to always read the exam question carefully. Yes, you know what I mean? otherwise, you'll answer it wrong answer it wrong and all the all these answers are wrong i should go through and really and mark them yeah <laughs> you've answered the wrong question yeah just get a red just get your red pen out get the red pen out no. No. please try better make sure you read the question <laughs> this is not an answer <laughs> yeah you are not answering the question answer the question anyway that was off on a side to get us started this week 
Um, because I'm really just trying to put off what we were going to start talking about. Start with the podcast with. Start topic to start the podcast with. There's a sentence in there somewhere, everyone. You just have to find it. Okay? And still trying is, to get over the weekend, folks. That, that, is, that is the mess that is my football club. Manchester United. And it has been a mess. All sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. So, like... Rangnick has been has been releasing has been leaking stuff to the press around names of players he thinks shouldn't be at the club anymore. Yes, we've got Paul Scholes saying that oh he's spoken to Jesse Lingard and Lingard saying the dressing room's a disaster. That came out. Obviously, it's we had the awful thing with Harry Maguire. It's a mess. Harry Maguire, of course, had a bomb threat sent to his house, which is ridiculous. So stupid. So so dumb, you know. It's, it's guys. It's just it's just football. It's just a game. Yeah. Just sport. There's there's bigger, more important things in your life probably. Yeah. Than Definitely. sending threats to a football player. I mean, I know we all are passionate about our sport and everything, but come on, context. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. You know, I think it was what if if you do not leave the club within seventy two hours, I think it was. Oh, it's so dumb. It's like get lost. Get a life. Get out of here. Although he, he then doesn't help himself by going out. I mean, not to get a bomb threat, let's put that out there. But yeah, then yeah, yeah. the criticism that he's getting, put it back in that context, he doesn't help with the criticism when he comes out and says, I must be playing all right to play for Manchester United every week. And to be honest, I don't think you need to be much to get in that Manchester United team right now. No, I think you and I could probably get in the team at the moment. I mean, I'd 100% get in that Manchester United team. And I'm as unfit as they come. And I could probably run further than any of them have run in the last three months. And I haven't played football in about two years, so I'll be ideal. Uh, I don't think I have either. I, well, probably, I'm probably a bit longer than that now, to be honest. I'm probably at three years. It's, uh, yeah, it's not ideal. It was just so easy for Arsenal. Oh, uh, we're, 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 we're rubbish. so easy for us. We're the easiest team to play against in the league. It's, it's you know, Norwich give teams a harder game than we do at the minute yeah i mean and it's just, just been this constant thing yeah. it's just this constant thing though and, and, and you know ralph is coming out and being very honest and he's digging out the players and he's telling them but at the end of the day his job was to come into six months and and, and settle the team down okay give his opinions on what's going to happen but he needs to do something and i just think that lack of respect knowing that you've got 10 players going out the door knowing he's only there for six months all this stuff that i've been talking about for ages like people are now starting to talk about it. But I just I never thought this was gonna go well when he came in and it just hasn't. It's been awful. His record no. is atrocious. And he's trying to say, Oh, it's not me, it's them. Yeah. Okay, fine. Fine, it probably is. They're awful. You know, he's come out I think at one point and said, Oh training the training levels dropped. Well, to be quite honest, that's your job as a manager. Yeah. <laughs> is to motivate the players. I mean, he's a coach as well. He's not a manager. He's a coach, right? Yeah. So that's on you, partly. You have to take some blame for this. You have to find a way of going, okay, I'm coming in for six months. I need to get something out. But it doesn't seem like he's ever come in with that. He's He's been kind of been brought in to do like an auditing role. Yeah. He's come in and gone, right, what's the situation? And he's not really cared. He's, you know, the way he's been coming out in the press and saying he doesn't know what certain people's roles are in the club. Uh, he said something about Darren Fletcher, but Darren Fletcher sat on his bench every week. Yeah. 
But if you don't know what he's doing, why have you got him on your bench? Yeah. Why are you allowing that to happen? If you don't know what he's doing, here's a thought. Ask him. You know, Darren Fletcher's just come into this role. He's just come in. He's trying yeah. to find his feet. He's new into this type of thing. You know, probably not director, perfect right? for Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, technical no. director. But he's still finding his feet and working it out. He's new to that type of role. Yeah. The question then comes, should he have been put into that type of role? But the club's been in that much of a disarray. What t what chances he got? I mean, Jim Murta's a bit more experienced, so he can help him. But it's a mess. Our football club, top to bottom, is a mess. In fact, the only thing that's half, the only thing that's good is our women's team. They're doing very well this season. Mark Simpson's playing a blinder, giving us some hope, something possibly to cheer for. Yeah. At the end of the season. And I think the biggest thing, I mean, I'm just looking at the league table. So Manchester United have conceded 51 goals this season. Yeah, it's that's shocking. The sixth worst in the league. It's it's shocking. No, we are bad. Not bad. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen Manchester United concede fifty-one goals in a season. Again, Ronaldo was our problem, apparently. <laughs> I mean, he's, I think he's the only person. More goals than points. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think <laughs> you know, Ronaldo is probably the only player that's scored a goal for us in the last month. Yeah, he's he's, he's our problem, Cristiano. And, and the worst thing was we lost to this Manchester United side, and I've no idea how. That was the only game where we actually look organised. Yeah. You go back to that. Cool. You go back to that Tottenham game. We were organised. It was the only time in this whole period where you know we had the three at the back. He had Lindelof, Varane, and Maguire at the back, and they looked pretty comfortable. Uh, you know, we, I think I think Fred and McTominay might have played. I can't remember in front. So. Yeah. And it looked like okay, we, we, there's something to build on here, and then just nothing came from that then and it was just like yeah we're in the we're in a mess but i think yeah. a lot of that's coming down to what's going on in the dressing room it's a mess i mean that's why because they're folding you can see you know what i mean it's like their confidence is down whatever but like fight back they're not fighting yeah. back which tells you they're not a together team they're not a, a unit right. that dressing room is not one unit there was one a... pivot there was one pivotal moment on saturday where it could have all changed for you and that was bruno fernandez's penalty the penalty Penalty, but I mean, even so, I, I still think after that, Arsenal, you know, could probably, you know, they they could easily. And they were just playing walk within themselves, Arsenal. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't overstretched at all. No. But yeah, the penalty miss was was a blow. It can happen. But yeah. I'm seeing there was just the way everything's going at the minute. You know, it's just another thing on top of another thing. Uh, yeah, and I mean, he did the hard bit. He sends. This is the frustrating thing with these kind kind of things. Okay, you do your stuff, you do your thing, you've done your hard bit. You've actually sent Ramsdale the wrong way. Yeah. All you've got to do is roll it in. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, rolled it a little bit too just, far. Just roll it in. He's tried to smack it, but you've already done the damage. You've you've sent him. Yeah. He ain't getting over there, even if it's a bit softer. I don't know. We are a mess of a football club. And there were a lot of people moaning about you should have had a penalty in the first half as well. Uh, what was that for? The um, Where Cedric was kind of crawling along the floor. And then oh, he right. handled yeah, it no, kind of while he was on the floor. It's not a penalty. But... Yeah, not for me. I can't back that, I'm afraid. No. Um, but yeah, no, Eric Ten Hag has got the job on. He's got the hardest job, I think, in the football's probably ever seen. Well, he's, right got, to, he's got to rip things up and start again. Yeah, well, I mean, really. to be honest, he's, he's going to have that chance because the players are going to go. Yes. So, so you know, there's going to be a big churn. Oh, there's going to be loads. Yeah. I mean, you know. 
we all know the ones that are out of contract, Bogba, Lingard, um, Matic is leaving, Matter will probably go. Um, you know. There's decisions to be made on a few. There's lots of others. Ronaldo probably won't stay, and who can blame him? No. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll want to finish his career as high up as he could possibly can. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's going to be a few others that are going to go. I've heard Andreas Pereira might be coming back into the first team next year. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently. Ten Hag wow. likes him. That is, that is the news, but we'll see the how for, that the goes. Forgot, the forgotten man. Oh, well, yeah, he's been, been back in Brazil the last couple of years. Yeah. But we'll see. Disappointingly, you let Arsenal pick up three points, must I say. Yeah, well, if you were just doing your job, it'd be fine. It would. I'm not. I'm not holding Manchester United but, to account. But, but I do want. I do want to. Before we move on, though, I do want to talk about Arsenal because you know they played very well in in times as well. And yes, we're easy to play against, but yeah, they were good. They were very good, times. Arsenal. You know, particularly that first good. that first half an hour. I thought they were. Very, you know, they were very good. They were moving the ball around very nicely. Um, and yeah, as easy as United were making for making it for them, they've still got to go out there and do it, and they had. And they have. It was particularly that they were out of form as well. I mean, we're probably the best team for anyone coming in out of form right now. Yeah. Play against these four games cannot go quick enough. Tell me. <laughs> we got Chelsea on Thursday. Oh. So I mean, that's not going to go well anyway. So it's all fine. But Arsenal, no, play well played. They're looking good. They're looking strong. They are in control of the situation again. Yeah. yeah. Spurs just handed the initiative straight back to them. We did after, over the last couple of weekends. Yeah. A stalemate with Brentford. Yeah, not much to write home about that one. No, like, I mean... Target again. Yeah, nothing. Eric Dyer, didn't he say something in his post-match um, interview as well about that About that not being good enough? Yeah, it's not good enough. No. If you, want to, if you want to challenge for European places, you need to at least have a shot on target. Not necessarily beat Brentford, because they played quite well on the night. But yeah. um, no, you, that's unacceptable. And yeah, no, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to at least have a shot, especially when you've got Kane and Son up front. Exactly. How can you 100%. not have a shot? So we've got five games now. We've got to win all five now, essentially. Yep. Because yeah. Arsenal, you've I got the North London derby, points. haven't you? We got the North London derby on the twelfth of May. Yacht. Oh, uh, yep. So it's it's it, well, technically then it is still in your own hands. Yeah, I mean, if we beat Arsenal, fantastic. Yeah. But you know, we've got to beat Liverpool. Yeah. The other one, so we got Leicester, Burnley, and Norwich are the other three. Okay, well they're all teams coming to the end of their season. I think Leicester might be playing a bit for their pride though, because they've had a poor season by their standards. Yeah. But um, so, the, so I suppose the good thing for us is three of those are at home. Yeah, we've got uh, three that at home, helps. two away to play. That helps. We'll see how that all plays out. But um, nice moment, of course, for Christian Eriksen as well at the end. Oh, it was lovely to see him with the away fans as well. He went and signed that shirt, didn't he? For the uh... he did for that young lad. Yeah, that was a nice touch from Christian. And out there, looking, he stood there awkwardly. You know what I love about those moments? Yeah. How awkward it is while they're waiting for a pen. Because <laughs> yeah. he was stood there going, "Yeah, I'm going to. I'm looking. I, want, I need a pen. I need a pen." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And the kids telling him, "Yeah, Dad." Dad. And he's probably there going, Dad, get the pen. He's going to walk away, get the pen. The pen's in the he's car, son. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think the pen was like in, his, in the bag on his wheelchair, or I think. Yeah. And he was just going, get the pen, Dad, get the pen. Get the pen. And he's right here, and he's got my shirt, get the pen. I think someone from Brentford got him a pen, actually, in the end. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. That was that was a nice little nice little moment for Christian at the end. Yeah, played well, Christian as well. Played normally very, very does. Well. Normally does. He does. Yeah. Still can't take a corner though. I will say that. <laughs> uh, right. Two other nil nils that we'll just get them out of the way and done with now. Leicester, Villa. Yeah. Was Two interest... sides that are coasting towards the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, they're just kind of there or thereabouts, yeah. learning things for next season. Uh, and then Palace Leeds on Monday Night Football. Nothing to write home about there. I watched no. about half an hour of that. Calvin Phillips returns. Yes, yeah. So that's one Jesse positive Marsh for Leeds. that was a big point for Leeds. I mean, it might turn out to be, to, to be honest. Yeah. Might turn out to be come the end of the season. Um, so let's talk about the Merseyside derby. Oof. Was there... Well. That, that for an hour. It was... It had its moments. For an hour, it was, very it was tense. tense. Yeah. It was just tense, weren't it? It was up there. You know, you could feel like, you know, Liverpool chasing the league, Everton needing to survive, and it's just like, ugh. After watching uh, Man City smack five past uh, Watford the day before. Yeah. So, you know... They had to respond. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, who's, who's going to... But at the minute, you just... I mean, I thought Everton were much improved. They were more organised than yeah. they have been. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know... The, I think the only trouble was when they did get in an attacking position, mm. they were only there in sort of ones and twos, whereas they needed kind of threes and fours. To yeah, make I think it's probably right. Anyway, but I think you know, for, from an Everton point of view, it was more like we need to we need to stop them first. Yes, I think absolutely. the plan would be, yeah. you know, as the game goes later and later, then possibly something might come for you. Anthony Gordon was causing a few problems. Yeah, he was. He was. It's just a shame he decided just to. Upend himself at times and well, over-dramatise. I, I, I said this to someone yesterday. Do you think if he doesn't dive the first time, he gets the penalty the second time? Possibly. Possibly, I but I, I, I think he does. I'm not sure either from the penalties, to be honest, anyway. Uh, the first one, definitely not. The second one, I've seen him give them. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not it's, sure. He's in that category. of. Yeah. And I think the referee, in the back of the referee's mind, he's gone, well... He's already dived once, but then if he's dived a second yeah. time, he's got to send him off. Time. He's yeah. got to send him off with him. Yeah. So. But yeah, the, the the sound around Anfield when Robertson that goal went in from Robertson. Oh, it's a huge sigh of relief, isn't it? For them. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. And then Origi just rocks up like he's been doing all season, just rocking up. Yeah, I'll just make sure that this is secure. Yeah. He's had. Not he's had a Everton, apparently. Dickoff. Yeah, he does. They um, they sound like they're going to lose him as well, which is a surprise. I'm not surprised because you know he wants to play. He's probably at a point now. He's like, okay, you know, especially if if they do something special this season, uh, Liverpool, mm. he can say I was a part of that. But he's not getting the game time at the minute, and I think you know he is a he is a good centre forward. Yeah, you know, and he, he wants to play football. And that's what that's what there is to admire about it, really, from him. Because it could be oh, easy; definitely. he could just sit there, yeah. take his wage, get the trophies, you know, by being part of the squads. Obviously, playing a few games, yeah, here and there. But actually, he's not going to get in to a first eleven. Well, you know, Diaz didn't play. Yotta played, didn't he? Yeah. You know, you've got all these. Your mate Miamino didn't even make the bench. Exactly, and they'll probably make more signings. You know, a couple more signings in the summer. Um. You know, to strengthen certain areas. So for him, it's like, well, you know, maybe now's the time. I've had a good, yeah. you know, it's not like he's had a 
I think he's been he's, there, he what, three, four yeah, years he's, now? he's been there a while. He's been there a while, but he, you know, he's contributed in in parts, hasn't he? He's contributed when he's needed to, and he's been a very good squad player for him. Yeah. But if he wants to go and play some football, let him go, he'll go and play some football. My biggest question now, to you and to the listeners, mm. are they going to win all four? No. Ooh. It's not wishful thinking either. I think <laughs> I think City will hold them off in the league. You think they might? You, there's a possibility they might get the other two. I think now, yeah, they could get the other two. Yeah, but I think City might just do them in the league. Well, there's still, obviously, there's still a point between the two sides. Five games left to play for both of them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, anything can happen. It's going to be. It's going to be. I, I want it to go down to the last day, but we. I really need and want like a last day sort of title grabbing situation because we're probably going to get a relegation day i think between burnley and everton yeah yeah possibly yeah. i mean people are counting leads in this i just i think they'll probably i think they've improved enough under jesse marsh to uh be able to keep themselves I out think of danger they need, i think they need one more win leads mm. just to keep themselves you know if, if burnley win another game that's level on points with them they'll go above them as well it's their goal yeah, but... difference is the thing that's I mean, yeah, that is the dangerous thing for Leeds because they're what yeah. they're minus thirty at the minute, and they, you know, theirs is worse than Everton as well. So they need to just be a little bit careful. Yeah, but, but I'm, you know, I'm could be a very interesting last day. I think they've probably got enough. Yeah, but last day we'll see what happens. I hope, I hopefully, hopefully, all it goes to last day. We, I'm, I desperately want that. I will be at Norwich, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for the TV viewers. The last day of the season, I'll yeah. be at a game. <laughs> It'll be good. Um, It'll be good. Other games then, other consequential games. I mean, Brighton and Southampton had a good two two all draw. Yeah, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, back opening the scoring. Opening with an early goal, they went went two nil up, and then but James Ward Prowse found something in the depths of stoppage time in the first half. Well, to be fair, his free kick had no right to go in. Yeah. He just went through a gap in the wall and he was like, oh dear. It's just, you just can't do that. You can't do that. You've Not got to be stronger than that. No. no. You know he's going to get it on target. Yeah. But no, that was a, that was an entertaining game. Another one, yeah. to be fair, when I saw Danny Welbeck scores after two minutes, I think, oh no, Southampton are having another one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. One of those. Like, oh, they go behind go. early, Southampton. You do yeah. worry for them. But no, they did well. They did well. They, they brought it back. Thanks to James Ward-Prowse, who sh- I reckon should get some more England minutes in the coming yeah. months, I imagine. Yeah, obviously we will get team of the season soon. I think he might well be in it. He could very well be. Uh, Chelsea, well, I'm just on Sunday at the minute, so we might as well finish Sunday. Yeah. Chelsea beat West Ham. I didn't really see this game. Dawson got ascending. I mean, to be fair, it was only worth watching for the last 10 minutes, I think. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was very cagey before that. Yeah. Dawson, Dawson was sent off after a VAR review. Yeah. Because he got a yellow card originally. And then they upgraded it to a red card because he denied Lukaku a goal scoring opportunity. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I don't blame the re- I don't, well, I don't blame the referee <laughs> for giving a yellow in the first instance, to be honest. Oh, who's yeah. it to? Lukaku? Oh, we'll put it wide. Yellow card will do. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, define goal scoring opportunity. <laughs> it's just a joke. It's just a joke. Although he can't hit a barn door at the minute. No. And then Christian um, Pulisic come up with a winner. Yeah, which is just typical. 
of uh, of Chelsea at the minute. Having, but I thought a... it was interesting with West Ham. You know what we were talking about last week about them resting a few. Yeah, they kind of did, kind of. Well, Mo- Noble played, didn't he? Declan Rice Noble didn't play instead of Rice. Bowen was on the bench. So yeah, was Bowen. Antonio. Lanzini as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he did. He did rest a few. I think he came out actually in post, either before or after the game. I saw a Moyes quote, a Moyes quote saying that you know the game on Thursday is probably the big one of the biggest in the history of the club. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. in his mind, he's he's kind of got one eye on it. And with Craig Dawson being sent off, they have no fit centre backs. I mean, he can play. He can play in the game on Thursday. He it's can fine. play in the game on Thursday, but next weekend they are stuffed. I don't think they'll be that bothered, to be honest. Declan Rice could play back there. Declan Rice played um, centre-back in the youth teams for uh, West Ham, so yep. they'll be fine. I'm just annoyed that he started next week. He started as a centre-back. He probably so did. Be yeah, fine. I think he did, actually. Yeah. He did, yeah. yeah. So he'll be fine. Um, right, that was Sunday. Back to Saturday, then. We don't need to look at Monday, because that was a nil-nil draw. Yeah. Um, which we briefly talked about. Uh, Newcastle really securing themselves, I think, with a comfortable yeah. win. Joe Linton. Joe Linton with a couple of roles. I know, he's coming up now, he's turning up. He's playing in a position, um, well, he's playing with a team around him now that are creating stuff a bit more, and he's showing a bit more confidence. And I think he's playing in a position now wide where, obviously, he was the vocal point, and now he's kind of just a supporting player, and he he seems to have adapted to that role a lot better. Absolutely, yeah. He does. And, um, you know, Eddie Howe's just done a great job with that team. Oh, absolutely, 100%. The fact that they're in the top half, Newcastle, is a miracle. Yeah, considering where they were, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what did they have? Well, like one win at Christmas or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. And now on to 43 points. Yeah. Top half of the table, chasing down wolves. Chasing down wolves. Yeah, they are chasing down wolves. I've got a long way to go to chase them, but they are chasing yeah. them down. They're, chasing, they're on the chase. Chasing yeah. the did you see Gamara's little chip? Yeah, it was lovely, wasn't it? Oh, beautiful goal. He's, beautiful a, he's goal. a top quality player, that guy. They're going to build, if nothing, I reckon he's going to be the player that they're going to build this revolution oh, around. Oh, they have to. Yeah, Absolutely. He's, he's, he's special. He's definitely got some talent he, to him. And he kept all his clothes on this week, which is always good. He did. Bonus. Unless unless you want to have a look. Well, he, he, probably got, he probably got told by the coaching staff, like, no, don't take your shirt off, you get booked for it. Which is a silly rule. You make the I rest of the lads it. look bad. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Good big win for Newcastle. They're just rolling now. They have been since yeah. Christmas. So They're good for them. Norwich are probably probably done now. Well, Tim Crawl was saying today that they need to win the next five games to stay up. Yeah, you're not going to do is, that, I'm afraid. Which is typical Michael Owen speak. They're ten. It's an they're, they're ten points. Yeah. Away from safety. Fifteen to play for. Well, I t- yeah. So you know, and if and if and if and it's a big if, obviously down the bottom of the table. If Everton win, then it's eleven points, so it just makes it that little bit more difficult for them. So it's mathematically still possible. Mathematically still possible, but you know, in all honesty, you know, I think Norwich should be preparing for a life in the Championship. As should Watford, probably as well. As they should do uh, after losing to Manchester City, Gabriel Jesus. What a performance! You knew he yeah. could score goals like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's done their goal difference the world are good as well City oh they needed yeah they needed that help they didn't they the boost didn't they with that yeah. they're, they're a bit closer now what is it 59 for, for 
but City 63, 63. Yeah. Liverpool. And it could very well do. It could very well they, come down. They've, to be, that. they've been on the good side of that. I mean, I really don't want Liverpool to win the league. But if City were to lose it, I'd like them to lose it like they won it in 2011. <laughs> that, you know, be on That's the receiving just end. Just be on the receiving end of that moment. That's you know, cruel. rather than Aguero, Martin Tyler's shouting Salah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or Mane. Or even Firmino, they could do Firmino. That even you can even get all the O's in Firmino. <laughs> like, I don't want Liverpool to win, but if City are to lose it, I'd like City to lose it like that. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Then they'll know the pain. So they're going to have to get the second trophy out of the cabinet, aren't they? They're going to have to have trophies think... on standby for both of them. Yeah, I, I think, think I think normally they put the actual trophy though. With whoever's in the lead on the day, so, so so that day, that day the actual league title was was in Sunderland. Was in Sunderland. No, 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 no. It wouldn't have been. It would have been at City because their goal difference is what won oh, it for them. From, so it would have been at City. Um. So yeah, I think if I remember right, I think that, that's how I they think that it. may have rubbed it in a little bit further if you had had the actual trophy. Yeah, we'd have had the actual trophy. To be fair, it was our trophy anyway. It should have been with us. Anyway, and then Sunderland were like, "Oh look, what's this?" <laughs> to be fair, Sunderland lost. We beat Sunderland. We did our job. Yeah. Joey Barton just decided, "I don't want us to win this game of football, thanks," <laughs> and decided to get himself sent off when they were cruising, going into injury time. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, uh, anyway, anyway. anyway. <laughs> Speaking the... of relegation battles, yes, we've got one more game to look at. Indeed. And that is the game at Turf Moor, where the miracle might well happen. The miracle at Turf Moor. It might well happen. I mean, it could, I, you see, I don't see it as a miracle for Burnley. Because they were, they've always sort of been around here. They've had games in hand, etc. I just think the thing that has surprised me so much is the fall of Everton. Yes. That's the key to all of this. A Vidra Everton, yeah. with a massive goal. Um, yeah. To put all the pressure on Everton now. All yeah. of the pressure. Yeah, you know, they've got this game in hand. They need it. Yes. I don't know who it's against. Could be someone horrible. So their <laughs> so their next Villa? six games. Villa so or Leicester got... probably is their game in hand. This week yeah. uh, they've got Chelsea this weekend. Yeah. They've got Leicester. Mm-hmm. Watford is their game in hand. Watford. At Watford. Hey. And then they've got Brentford, Crystal Palace, and Arsenal on the final day. Yeah, at the Emirates. So they'll be looking for to beat Watford and Palace. You know, yeah. they're, they're games that they they could be targeting for points. Absolutely. Um, Brentford's possibly you can get a yeah. point out of that. Well, they're three at home, three away. Everton. Yeah, I mean they'll 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 need to do the work at Goodison. Yes, because their away form is dreadful. Yeah, so it's really bad. So, um, yeah, it would, a lot will depend. And the thing is, who knows what effect the result... I mean, you know, they need to put it back in the context of it was Liverpool, but for some Evertonians, it, it was Liverpool. And so, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they, they showed fight, and I think that will give the fans hope, to be honest, yeah. at the weekend. Yeah, if they can play like that for the next six games, they will yeah. pick up more points than they don't. Yeah. 
But the big thing will be around Burnley. Yes. Um, and what they can produce as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be. It's gonna well. It's gonna be a. Yeah, it's gonna be a good run. Is what I'm gonna say. But obviously, it's always. It's always sad for the club that do go down. But it's gonna be exciting. Well, Burnley's five games. So it's Watford, Aston Villa, Tottenham, yeah. Aston Villa again, and then Newcastle on the final day. Hmm. Yeah. It's intriguing that one. Indeed. I mean, Villa are up and down at the minute. Yeah. Obviously, again, they'll be targeting that Watford game. So the yes. fact that they've both got to play Watford, it might be that the result against Watford is the thing that determines who goes down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. Looking forward to the last few weeks of the season. Indeed. Aren't we all? Uh, so I think that rounds us up for the Premier League this week. So uh, how about we have a little look-see and see what's going on around the world? So a lot of things have happened in Europe and in the EFL this week. So let's go through it. So we start this week in the Bundesliga where Bayern Munich secured their 10th straight title after beating Borussia Dortmund 3-1. The battle for Europe, though, that intensifies with six points separating third and seventh with three games left to play. PSG, they won the title after drawing with 10-man Lens to secure their eighth title in nine seasons. It might not be enough to keep Maurizio Pochettino in a job as rumours have begun about him being replaced. Real Madrid need one more point to claim another La Liga title, meaning Carlo Ancelotti will be the first manager to win a title in the big five leagues in Europe. Well done to Carlo. In the EFL, Fulham will be playing Premier League football again next season after their promotion. However, Barnsley and Peterborough are going in the opposite way. They're joining Derby in League One next season. Forest Green will be joining them after their promotion from League Two into League One. Oldham, though, are off to the National League. Their long stay in the top four divisions was ended after defeat by Salford, meaning they are the first Premier League side to go into the National League system. What a mess there is at Oldham. Phil Neville's into Miami are now up with the mobile after they beat Atalanta United. In the A-League, not much to report with Melbourne City still away on Champions League duty. But Jason Cummings, former journeyman of England and Scotland football, scored twice to help the Central Coast Mariners to a win. And last, but by no means least, to the Serie A title race, where it's advantage AC still with them and Inter both winning. Napoli lost to Empoli to continue their poor run at just the wrong time. Inter have a game in hand in this title race, and it's by no means over yet. Indeed, indeed. So just go back, there's a couple of things to mention this week. First one being PSG. Now, you might have seen this, you might not have done. But apparently, the fans inside the Parc de Prince, as the game was finishing, or at least when wherever they were playing, I think they were at home, but I can't remember. They were at home. Yeah. They were at home. They left the stadium about 10 minutes or five minutes before the end of the game and started celebrating the title win outside the stadium because the fans were upset with the players' performance in the Champions League. <laughs> but they didn't want to celebrate with them. I suppose um, once you've won eight titles in nine seasons, I mean, it does get a bit boring. To me, it's just like, it's still the players that won the league. Yeah. 
You haven't won the league. They've won the league. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they're expected to, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but they've still done it. You can't then go and celebrate their achievement without them <laughs> yeah. in protest and think that's a... It makes no sense as a Maybe they had cardboard cutouts out, out, outside the stadium. Well, they're actually make... celebrating with the team. doesn't make any sense to me, that form of protest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've won the league. We want to celebrate. We just don't want to celebrate with you, the guys that have actually done it. It bon- what the- bonkers to me, yeah. bonkers to me, and the fact that they're they're saying, oh, you performed really bad in the Champions League, therefore we don't want to s- celebrate with you. That is some uppity nonsense to think that you can just go and win- you should you're entitled to go and win that tournament. It's one of the most difficult tournaments in the world to win. Absolutely, yeah. Entitlement just because they've got rich owners, they think we have to. I mean, City haven't won it. No. You know, and they're just as rich, if not. Well, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to get them to in a fight over who's richer or whatever. But you know, what I mean? money fight, money fight. Yeah, <laughs> send some this way. As long as I can be some collateral to your money loss, that'll be fine. Send it this way. I'll pick it up. But it's like, oh, I just thought that was so dumb. And then the other thing, actually, is that Salford. I didn't realise Salford were the team to send Oldham down. Yeah. All skulls must be absolutely fuming. Yeah. Did you see the whole thing about it? I didn't. So in the last 10 minutes of the game, there was a protest on the pitch. Obviously, the Oldham fans have been trying to get rid of their owner for quite some time. Yeah. In various different ways. And so the game was abandoned initially. Yeah. Two hours later, they played the final 12 minutes of the game. Was there no one there? Behind closed doors, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. What they were doing, I don't know whether you saw it on the socials, so they were stopping the fans looking into the stadium by putting the advertising boards up against <laughs> the windows so the fans couldn't see what was going on. Lovely. What a way to run a football club, eh? Yeah. And to be fair, now they've slipped into the National League, there is no guarantee they're going to come straight back. Of course not. You've only got to look in the National League at the teams that are still there who have been there for... I mean, Torquay's the prime example. Yeah. They've been down there... Such a long time. They went even down one more, Torquay. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's tough. It's a competitive league as well. It's a very competitive league now. Yeah, it's a full time league now. The national league. It's it's almost like the fourth division. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's not that much difference between the national league and the and the league two now. No, I agree with that. So, um, unfortunate for the fans. Obviously, it's always sad when teams get relegated. It is, but perhaps it might now lead to the change that the Oldham fans want. Perhaps that's the pain they had to suffer for it to. Well, hopefully, it's in a, for them a to decent, sell up. Well, hopefully, yeah. it's in a decent enough state for someone to pick it up. I think is that's the, uh, the other thing. The opposite of that. You know, we've seen what happened to Berry and what's happening at Derby. Yeah. You know, these things can. Well, hopefully, have an this effect. independent regulator thing that they're talking about oh, yeah. bringing in. That's the will other thing, help. isn't this? So yeah. it's been announced that they're going to start to a, a review into what they can do, but with the view to bringing in a independent um, arbitrator, if you like, uh, regulation, independent regulation into football, yeah. for both men's and women's game, I think is going to be the, the plan. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens with that. Because obviously, and, this fit and pro- proper but, persons. Yeah. Tests. What we've got right now doesn't work, but I it guess it doesn't work. No, what will it depends as well on what the new thing is going to do. Is it going to be effective enough? Yes, you know what I mean. The, the, so that's it, yeah. So yes, that's it's the a tricky positive balancing act. Yeah, yeah, it's a positive. We're getting the changes. 
to help with the governance in football. But it still it's needs whether... to be done in the right way. Exactly. Yeah, we need to we need to see the right things happen. Ah, so yeah, I think that was all I needed to talk about with them. Interesting times. So how's Gianluca getting on? Well, El Tac have had a bit of a mare this week. Go on then. So they've played two games. They played on Saturday and they've played today. They've mm-hmm. ended both matches with 10 men. Oh, no. And they've lost to their nearest rivals 4-0 today. Not that's, ideal. That's not ideal. That's relegation form. Situation. So they yeah, now... Right. So they now just have three games left in the season to save I think, themselves. I think they might be in trouble. I think they might be in trouble. Yeah, Jean Luc, you have you have not lived up to your Wonder Kids status. So I don't want to say this too early. There's still three games left in your season, but uh, it's not looking great for you. It's not looking great. It'd be nice if you could finish a game for once. I think that's yeah. the thing that I'm struggling with at the moment. He seems to be taken off after about an hour every week, but he keeps on starting him. Yes. I mean, I'd so question it's... the manager there, to be honest. I mean, obviously, yes. we're backing Gianluca to the hilt here, but if you're having to bring a guy up, you're losing every week and you're bringing the same player off after an hour every week, maybe don't start that player. I yeah. don't know. I and don't ironically, know. ironically, it always seems to be anti Nuhu that he comes on for. Yeah, so why are you not just starting with him? <laughs> I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? That's the change you're making every game. You might we'll as well just start new here. Try it, try it yeah. the other way. You know what? This week, just try it the other way around. Who am I to, to tell you? But you know what I mean? Just maybe try I mean, it. We've played football manager for many years. Yeah. We could probably be able to do this job. Oh, I think so. So if he comes up in the summer, we're going to apply, I think. <laughs> Dual management. What Let's could do it. possibly go wrong? We'll, we'll take over ATAC from the second division of uh, the Austrian. Austrian League. Yeah. I, I know, I know, I'm I know. I'm not sure if there is Austrian a second football. division. They must get relegated somewhere. I don't know where. They must get relegated somewhere. But yeah, right. Um, okay. Uh, this weekend's fixtures, then I think. Uh, obviously, there's a couple of games. Obviously, the Champions League are on, and there's a couple of other uh, midweek games. I mentioned earlier, United played Chelsea. You may have seen that that game has happened already, depending on when you're listening to this. So we've got a full fixture list this weekend we start with an absolute classic on saturday lunchtime newcastle against liverpool many many good memories of that match down the years few three o'clock kickoffs watford take on burnley southampton take on crystal palace aston villa take on norwich and wolves take on brighton the 5:30 game is at ellen road leeds against manchester city then there are two games kicking off at two o'clock on sunday tottenham versus leicester Everton versus Chelsea, with the 4.30 game being West Ham versus Arsenal before Monday night football and Manchester United against Brentford. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend of football. Um, just to let you know, guys, heading next week, I'm away next weekend, so um, if Richard's, he's going to be carrying me because I don't think I'll have the chance to see much football uh, next Tuesday. So um, good luck for you next week, just so you're aware. Brilliant. Yeah, enjoy that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening again this week. Uh, you can all, don't forget you can always get in touch with us. You can tweet us at Let's Football Pod. You can email us at Let's Talk Football Podcast four four two at gmail We'd love to hear from you and your opinions on your football club because you know we get a lot. We we get sucked into our own clubs. We understand that, but you know we're passionate about our clubs. Um, but you know if you want stuff us to talk about other things, then do let us know. 
Uh, we'll be back next week. Well, Richard will be mainly carrying all the news from next week's games. Uh, but for now, I will see you all. Well, we will see you all next week. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you in a bit. Bye, everyone. Bye.